So I feel like for a while you've been good at suggesting new shows for me. Dairy Girls was like a big one. This, I don't know how I feel about this season, but Aziz Ansari's Master of None season three just came out. I did hear about this. It's very different. Because it's like, he's not the main person anymore, right? I was reading something about that. He's not the main person. It's all about uh, Lena Waithe. Mm -hmm. And Aziz is in a little bit, but it's artsy and there's not a lot of comedy. Mm. It's quite interesting. So you'll have to let me know if you're up for it. I say go for it, mainly because I want to know what you think. Okay. Well, you know, commitment is is hard sometimes, but <laughs> sometimes I do it. I did just start wa- rewatching all of Broad City. Oh, and, you know, you go through that quick. Timeless. So that'll, that'll be done soon. <laughs> oh my god! And I wanted to tell you because I forgot. That's how amazing the show is. The one episode where when Alana gets fired from the deals, 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 <laughs> and the one co worker who hates her i don't know her name but she's funny and like so alana gets fired and then the co-worker starts singing the song from sister act two where she's like joyful joyful <laughs> and it turns into a sister act two like montage of like all the co-workers from the show like dancing and then <laughs> Whoopi is there dressed as a nun and she literally turns around and is like and she's in like one scene and then they're like wake up like you like pass out or something she's like, just at a day I don't remember that, but wow. So I think it had to have been like the second season. So it's so funny. Oh my god. Wow. Sisters, sisters who've seen it. We are the sisters, sisters who've seen it. Sisters, shooby dooby doo Sisters, shooby dooby doo Sisters, sisters. Sisters, 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 sisters who seen it. Hi there. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back, listeners. How y'all doing? Okay, good. I'm glad you're doing good. <laughs> as as I paused, Bridget was doing a thing, and I I don't know why, but I was like. <laughs> Let's hear the crowd. Oh, wait. We talked to ourselves. <laughs> it was like a snake. Like, it was, it was good. I like that. Also, I kept thinking, and I wasn't, my brain's not going fast enough. Like, lace up your skates. Get oh. your puck. Let's oh. do this. I quack. love how you quack. thought that quack. and quack. said nothing. Quack. Quack. <laughs> quack. <laughs> oh, my God. So many quacks. Wait. Do you remember when you texted me earlier and you were like, hey, here's a drinking game? <laughs> Did you pay attention? I, I did, and I feel like there could be a lot of other things. <gasps> like, drink every time there's a quack, and then you're, like, dead <laughs> on the floor. It's, oh, jeez. Oh, it's I so real. It. I love it so much. It's so real. All right, well, let me introduce ourselves, because clearly yes. we have a burning passion for this 90s children's sports movie. So, we are the Sisters Who Seen It, the podcast where two sisters who are not movie critics look back on some of our favorites throughout the years through a psychological, ethical, and familial lens. I'm Katie. I'm Bridget. And quack. 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 Yeah! Quack. Go ducks. ducks. <laughs> I 
know. They don't say mighty in there. They left out the mighty in that chant. They have certain scenes. They like put it in. They're like, yeah, you're the mighty ducks. And you're right. like, thank God, because it was getting a little awkward. Nobody I brought know. that up. I'm like, y'all need some type of adjective. because <laughs> You can preach about how cool ducks are all you want, Emilio Estevez. But like, just throw mighty in there. And that'll, that's all we need. Bridge, what's our movie this week? The 1992 classic, Mighty Ducks. Number one. We all know it's it's close, but it's not the best one. Not the best one. It's but not the best one. Sets up the franchise. But it's the second best. To the second. To the second. Yeah. Second one's the best. Okay. Hands down. Okay. As long as we're on the same page. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, 1992. How old were you in 1992? Uh, six? Because I'm like four to five years older than you, right? Yeah, you're five. I was I was one years old, so I did not see this when this came out. But I'm yeah. wondering if you did. Like, do you remember seeing this? Like, No. Okay. This was kind of like a middle school-ish and then eventually kind of, I don't know, a classic. Like, I yeah. feel like I watched, I told you, my senior year of high school, we had <laughs> one Halloween costume because it was a Catholic school and we picked Mighty Ducks. Yep. I love it. So, it's amazing. yeah. And that was a long time. That was like 12 years after or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm trying to think who should do the synopsis. I really want you to do it. Okay. I feel like I normally write down the sentence, but Mm. I didn't this time. So I'm going to have to just spitball it. You know, you do you. Do what feels right. Okay. Okay. Ask yourself, what would Gordon Bombay do? (laughs) What would... Emilio! Emilio! (laughs) So... Okay. We take you to the frigid, cold Minnesota. Okay. Like, where are we going? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and there, right away, is a flashback scene of who you ask. We don't know because we just immediately go to the flashback <laughs> scene that has been used over and over and over in the entire movie, and it is a little kid that has to make the final penalty shot in the big hockey game championship. And misses. And his coach hates him for it. What a loser! The seven-year-old missed the goal! Which doesn't necessarily age well. And then we meet that little (laughs) sad boy who grows up to be an evil, terrible lawyer. He does. His name is Gordon Bombay. And we quickly see him being terrible. And then he just gets a DUI, folks. What Disney movie? DUI, you ask? You bet, loud and clear, and he kind of laughs about it, makes a drunk joke to the cop. What? That definitely would not happen now. Don't worry, because he's a rich white guy, so, like, it gets solved very seamlessly. Thanks, Disney. Great. (laughs) Thanks for wrapping that up. Thanks, Disney. Keeping it real, I see. Okay. I literally wrote, got free, because he's a rich white dude. Yep, I wrote crusty in mine, but yes. So, part of his law agency, Ducksworth. That's a little hint, folks. Yeah. Tells him that, you know what? He needs to stop living his life all about work and he's too intense. And, you know, this DUI, this is just too much. He needs to figure out how to be more fair as a lawyer. Yeah, freaking right. This conversation happens. I know. I'm like, the boss is telling you to? Yeah. No, it's please. Not, that's not right. And no. so for the image of the firm, he spoke to the judge. Don't worry. He still gets his salary. Doesn't lose his job. Oh, my God. I know. I was like god damn it white man so terrible 
And uh, he has to do 500 hours of community service. What is that community service, folks? The Ducks coach. So you go back to that flashback and you know that as a seven-year-old, he never dealt with his problems. And so this is very traumatic. What is he like in his 30s? Awkward. Like, really? He has to be at least older. And that's why it's so funny when Hans comes in later. But that's for later. So oh, c- we have continue. to talk about him. You're doing great. Thanks. So we um, <laughs> see his, I'm so mad I have to do community service because I still get paid, kept my job, got off scotch-free for a DUI, and all I have to do is coach young kids that don't have a lot of privilege. So I'm going to put on my best suit, a limo, and drive to their first practice. And not only that, I'm going to drive on the ice because... Well, that's actually a company car, which makes it all even funnier because (laughs) we literally rewarded the DUI guy with a limo. So (laughs) think of the lessons we're teaching right now. Okay, That's right. I go, he'll still get a salary and he gets a limo to go do community service. What the living fuck? (laughs) Yep, sure does. What's happening? So he meets the kids, and I think this is what saves this movie, is the kids are the only ones that then start, start like, speaking the truth, and they make fun of him, and they tell him he's a cake eater, which we know. That's on the drinking game list that we're making up (laughs) as we do this podcast, because what even? You don't want to be a cake eater. Like, that's not good. Like, in 1992, Minnesota, don't be a cake eater. But, like, I might be one. I don't know. (laughs) Like, jeez. I was like, of all the foods, come on. Come on. So they basically ignore his ridiculousness. He's a jerk. He's being a jerk. And it all kind of ends where they take over his limo. They basically bum rush him and they ask for a ride. And then we see little Joshua Jackson, a.k.a. Charlie Conway. Uh, I was like, who the F is that? (laughs) You don't know? Wait, Kate Dawson's Creek? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Everything leads back to Dawson's <laughs> Creek Bridges. It is my Degrassi. We know this now. No. Um, so his mother and, and Charlie kind of tends to be the like the kid pseudo captain, if you will. But his mother comes on the ice and loses it because why the heck are a ton of kids in a limo on the ice? They're all going to die. And she's like the only normal adult. And there's a guy who just got a DUI in there. Yeah. Hanging out with the children. Yeah. I'm not... Well, Really, yeah. All right. Okay. Like, terrible. Yeah. So they move on. And uh, in terms of like detail wise, we basically see the arc of Gordon Bombay remove his jerkiness and become a better person through teaching the kids and through, I'd like to say his like mystic yo, yo, like, uh, what's, what's, uh, <laughs> no, Yoda's good. I like that. Yoda, Yoda Hans, who's sharpening his Hans. skates. In the dark. Like a serial killer. And he even makes a joke and slices his finger and says, they're not that sharp. What, Hans? And then he's like, you used to always fall for that one. I was like, why are you making these jokes with the children, Hans? What's going on? <sighs> so. Don't do that. Hans is like, Gordon, you're a jerk and you need to get your act together. And he's like, really? I am? And then like, he starts to kind of take that father figure, change his ways. He's got a great arc. I think that's what makes the movie better is you go from like not liking him to slowly liking him and the kids are always kind of like hesitant of him but then eventually start kind of following and they believe him i think there's some stupid side plots where like charlie's mom and him have to date like come on so annoying that ain't in the sequel y'all don't worry that's why it's better get rid of this 
Yes. And the kids go on to like start kicking butt. I mean, it gets kind of dynamic where he like steals a player because of the like boundary lines and he like oh, gets yeah. a kid off the street who like didn't know how to ice skate. And then he like takes a crazy ice skater and brings her <laughs> on her like her brother. And it's fun and wacky and it had a little bit of like Little Giants vibes to me too. Of, Definitely. Like, you know, the annexation of Puerto Rico. Oh, we all know that play. And giants. <laughs> giants. And he gets to basically see this coach that when he was seven years old that told him he was a loser, he gets to play the coach and beat him. And in the meantime, he also takes off his ugly lawyer mask being a terrible person and realizes that like these people he looked up to were terrible to him. And it's this beautiful, lovely arc and they win. And how do you not quack? I love it. Quack. 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 Good <laughs> that was great, Bridge. Was it? I feel like that was pretty long. No, it was, it was great. <laughs> I think the thing, watching it now, that was the biggest change for me was how terrible Emilio Estevez is in the beginning. Like, oh, yeah. wow. What, he basically blackmailed a judge in the middle of a case? Is that what happened? I- Honestly, Bridge, I didn't understand any of it. It sounded like mumbling to me. I know he was like saying words, but like I didn't know any of it. And I just like, it happened so fast. I was like, we're not going to rewind. We're just going to, we know it's shifty. So like, we'll just move on. But yeah. Yeah. So very interesting. But there is a, I think I said this last time, Disney Plus has a like show that's like a Mighty Duck show. It's like a somewhat revival and Emilio's in it. And I think some of the, uh, some of the people, some of the kids are in it too. Oh, I gotta check that out. The Mighty Ducks colon no game changers yeah but that's when you know man disney's like listen we knew what we made and we're gonna like you know mold it with some new clay some 2021 clay yeah and we're gonna bust it out again but like in a tv show form so like you have to have they're like this is our spider-man batman we're gonna keep remaking it don't ever remake the second one ever in my lifetime i'll be so upset but like you can make shows (laughs) like that's cool so we we hate emilio and did you feel like the flashback to him as a little kid was so dramatic overused yeah dramatic and overused i did because this was the type of credits where it's like in the beginning and it's like long and drawn out and they're playing like really dramatic like sad music and you're like whoa like who died and then you're like oh jk no one's dead don't worry it's just seven-year-olds playing ice hockey what the fuck why is this like this and they wait until like a quarter into the movie to make the like note oh he also lost his dad that year oh that's true someone totally did die guys that's yeah, but, true but, they, but it was off screen but they didn't bring it up until later so it's like wait why couldn't we see him like go to a funeral for his dad and then miss the shot and like see yeah. this little kid make this big thing out of this moment because his dad died not because he like lost a shot but it's so dramatic and then do you remember that scene where it had all the titles and the hockey rink up oh, yeah. that were all like the wolves except for the one year and the coach comes up behind him and he's like I tried to get him to take that down because it's all your fault Gordon like 30 years later I'm still holding on to a grudge yeah must be a small town because we got nothing else to worry about here what what's happening I'm just gonna say this and I realize this is judgy and mean but like dude you're like a peewee hockey coach like check yourself like really like get no, that's, over 
for yourself. Bridget, it's not rude if it's real, and that's pretty real, so don't like, ever apologize. I was like, wait, so he grows up to be a lawyer, and yes, lawyers are their own whatever, but like, you're still a PB hockey coach, and you're going to make fun of his seven-year-old goal he missed? What's wrong with you? Wait, but yeah, what you said with the whole dad thing, you're so right, because they do this flashback, like, I don't even know how many times, but the first time the coach says this thing about like, you don't want to let your teammates down, do you? Yeah. That'll make you play better, won't it? And you're like, shame doesn't help at all. But then he doesn't say all of his speech part in that flashback. And then in a, one of the other flashbacks that we see later, they add in more of his speech. And that's where the guy says, I know we wish your dad was here. Like he says something about the dad where he's like, oh, if only your dad was here to see this or like he would have loved to see you or something. And you're like, oh, is that um, what is that? What? Well, and then Obi-Wan Kenobi, a.k.a. Hans, is like, oh, you Hans. know, when he's talking to him and Gordon's like, that's the year I lost my dad. And Hans is like, I know, I became your unofficial father that will show up 30 years later taking yeah. your ice cakes okay. and sharpening we got, them. We got to put a pin on Hans because we're, we're going to get there. <laughs> I would very much like to go kind of sequentially okay, as I'm okay. looking at my notes because okay. it's not super long. So No, it's not. Yes. Um, seven-year-old misses a shots uh oh. the kid probably just learned how to skate last <laughs> week because he's seven so like i don't understand Hold on. did you notice because i have this question is it the spotlight are you gonna say about the spotlight no i'm gonna oh, throw oh. out this question and i need okay. to know if you felt this why is pennywise the goalie in this flashback <laughs> did you see that if you look at the goalie that he's playing against, it has the creepiest hockey mask on ever. Like, like literally Michael from Halloween and Pennywise. Wait, I swear to God. Because it has, it has a, to me, it had a Pennywise vibe, but you could add in a bunch of serial killers. Please look this up right now. Okay. I looked up Mighty Ducks goalies and only Goldberg is popping up. So this is not going to work. <laughs> oh, geez. And it's all this drug photo. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I got to get out of here. I didn't notice that, but I believe you. I thought you were going to say how crazy it was that when, again, the seven year old child misses a penalty shot which like seems normal to me because he's like seven the person who has the spotlight decides to spotlight on the little kid that is now visibly crying on the ice alone and it's like all dark and there's literally a spotlight like the guy's like well better get this guy and i was like that's who is working here with the children You know, I have to say, I have like a a high sensitivity to parents or like coaches of little kids that are really tough. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like if we have kids and I'm in that situation, I'm going to be the parent to like knock someone on their mother. You're going to get put in the penalty box. Because like, Mm. yeah, I'm going to need two minutes. (laughs) Two minutes. Get him in there. you think about that guy as a coach and you're like, ugh, that's how you like treat seven-year-olds? What's wrong with you? They're literally seven. Ugh. I'm pretty sure. So. So then, okay, so we get to his like lawyer career that both you and I have no idea what's happening, but we definitely know he's a jerk. We know he's a jerk and we know that his boss has a name related to duck because he says the word duck like 800 times that's another part of the drinking game is anytime gordon bombay says the word duck um again we're gonna be dead so thank you very much mr ducksworth 
oh my god he's like i gotta get my duck phone and get the duck this and i was like what do you what's a duck phone like what do you mean what does that mean that was weird and then i don't even why did he even drunk drive like was there a scene where he was like mad at something or i think he was straight up celebrating his like evil victory by like getting a beer alone in the car during a snowstorm no i think he was like drinking at the office and then like left late but he also it was like a really (laughs) annoying scene in the movie where he's not only driving drunk but he tries to like make it funny like he's swerving in the lanes and like laughing i'm like i hate i hate i hate this nothing about it's funny and then he like makes a joke to the cop that he like can't speak i have just like nope doesn't work in 2021 come up with another thing that he needs community service for the only good thing was it was like a super quick scene like it didn't feel yes too drawn out and totally but what's funny about that is like because these scenes are moving so quickly after that when he obviously gets like arrested whatever the next scene is he is back in the courtroom it is the literal same exact courtroom he's just in about a minute ago with the same exact people we're all wearing the same outfits and i was like y'all aren't fooling no one because I know you filmed this on the same day okay like at least give someone a different tie like we're not even trying this is so absurd that was Bob's wardrobe choice he was like he's like no one will know no one will know it's fine I knew Bob god damn it and they were literally standing in the same spots and then the other lawyer was like well 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 we're back here again and I was like yeah we know like it's like you guys like filmed this like one after another so weird so oh, weird guys oh my so God. then that's where the boss is like i'm rich and white don't even worry about it i got it and that was the worst it was so gross and they go through it really quickly and then instead of amelia Weston was being like oh my god thank god he was like oh i can't work Ugh. so hold on you're telling me if my freaking boss said to me today you have to go to community service i'm still gonna pay you your salary and you don't have to show up to work i'd be like I'm sorry, did I hit the lottery? Because it's amazing. Like, hell yeah. And he was so mad. He was like, I need to work. My life is working. And he's like, well, Gordon, that's the point. As the head of the legal office, I'm going to have a big conscience to make sure that you do the right thing in life. You're like, shut up. The right thing would be to subvert the law with your money (laughs) and power and get off easy for the good sake of our name. Let's do it. Yeah, that's exactly And then he's like, Gordon, I'll give you a limo. Okay, I'll give you the limo. And I'm like, this is so like early 90s, late 80s. Gordon, here's your own credit card. Um, (laughs) Get whatever you need. You know, it's on us. You had a hard time getting arrested. I straight up had some real Home Alone 2 vibes when... Ah! It goes from his limo, and then the next scene is the, like, local kids, aka the ducks, that pull that prank, where they, like, put poop in a bag, and they, it's It's like- poop again! (laughs) It's so, yeah, it's so weird. (laughs) But did you remember how it, like, did the fast forward when they were running away? It was like- Oh, my God. Yes. I was like, dude, they totally robbed this from Home Alone. I was gonna say, the music definitely sounded like Home Alone, but sped up. But then also, I thought of Little Rats schools because it was like they do a lot of those like sped up running scenes in little rascals too yeah so the kids go into a dumpster to get a purse and then they they feed a dog 
food, and then yeah, they hi. wait for the dog to poop. Then they put poop in the purse, put like a dollar, and then just see if somebody tries to steal a purse. My fan theory is this town is really boring. Um, <laughs> which is why kids do that for fun. And the only entertainment in the town is the peewee hockey league of seven-year-olds. So that's the only explanation that makes sense, I think. I was like, wait, kids, this is fun? Like, you could do anything else, but we're going to, like, go in the dumpster for a purse? They did. They did. But, you know, it's fine because even though they literally had no coach, they all knew to congregate in one central location to play hockey with no adults. But they're supposed to be adults. Where the fuck are the adults? And then when Charlie's mom is like, how dare you? So irresponsible. I'm like, how dare you responsible? Because your kid's been alone out here and there's no supervision. Who knows what could happen? Jesus. A lot of shenanigans. But he's, Gordon's pretty like mean to the kids. He's like, yeah. you're losers. I hate you. I don't want to be here. Let's see how you play. Oh, you guys suck. I'm going to go sit in my car. Wait, I'm not going to lie. I did love this. And I don't think Disney was this clever and like trying to be clever, but I thought it was pretty funny. Where when Gordon comes out and he's like talking to the kids, the kid Jesse, who I didn't know his name was Jesse till maybe the last five minutes of the movie. And then I was like, oh, your name is Jesse. Got it. Got it. Got it. Jesse is one of the black kids. And he literally is the first one to talk. And he goes up to Gordon and he's like, listen, sir, we're not interested in buying your drugs. Okay. And I thought that was the funniest thing ever because I was like, this kid knows what's up. He knows that this is a rich, crusty old white man who's going to try sell some opioids and try to cheat the system because he's already a DUI breaking the law person and he knows the real deal and he is trying to stick up for his friends and that's pretty awesome he's a great upstander and then you know he didn't have drugs at all but like still I was like I appreciate the panache I will I will say it panache is a good word I thought he's had to grow up more than the other little white kids let's just say that he sure did and all the other kids were like wow look at the limo and he's like guys don't be fooled. <laughs> I was like, you're right, Jesse. Don't talk to strangers. My God. I think Jesse Hall was one of the best characters and he called everybody a cake eater and I loved it. And he was the, I, only, he was the only real one. I still don't support the cake eater insult, but I support <laughs> him. Also, he was in the Sandlot. Okay, I was trying to figure out what else he was from. He was in the Sandlot. All right, so we get to the, the, the best dialogue ever, which is them in this scene talking to Gordon Bombay, which starts to save the movie because I was a little I was like kind of losing it I was like I don't like this I don't like anything about this movie this is weird this is stupid I'm not feeling it and like all of a sudden they start talking and you're like boom this is yeah. why I like the movie yeah I liked all the kids too all of them they yeah. all played the perfect part they were like just a little annoying yes. and then they would like change yep it's perfect there's one part where the kid with who's the kid with the glasses that would be like Averman <laughs> Goodster. Yeah, Averman. The Bubster. <laughs> Averman was his name? Uh-huh. <laughs> so he's like being annoying. And then the girl, Connie, literally comes out of nowhere and she <laughs> slams him to the ground. And then she <laughs> casually skates over to Gordon Bay. She's like, hey, coach, I'm Connie. I'm like, wow, what an introduction. What a queen. Keep it up. Amazing. Uh, 
I love it. I love it. They did a good job of like equally giving different kids like screen time. I mean, Charlie yes. the most, definitely. But like, I didn't feel like there was one that I was like, who are you? Well, actually, that's not true. Towards the end, there were some because we just kept adding children to the team. I we don't know. Did. We did add children. Is there a limit? Who knows? We who don't knows? Know, but... Who knows? But they're just the original crew was amazing. And the thing that I also didn't understand is then they immediately start like a hockey game the next day. So I'm like, wait, don't mm. we have like like a season where we like practice? And it's like, JK, where you are now. Like, what happened to the other coach? Do you Did you remember what they said? They said, because he asked that, he's like, where's your other coach? And they were like, he just like screamed a lot. And then his arm stopped working. Oh, Gordon's yeah. like, what? And then one of the kids was like, it was like this. And he like imitated like a heart attack. And Gordon very calmly goes, heart attack. And then we all move on. And that was all we got. So I don't know what that was supposed to mean. But Damn, these kids have seen stuff in this boring town. Am I right? They're yeah. like, we're not buying your drugs. Yeah, you had a heart attack. We put poop in a bag. What do you want from us? <laughs> poop in a bag. It's just normal. It's normal kid stuff. You know, totally. Oh yeah, they have that game. And that's where he sees the coach that is Oof. the worst. He sucks. Which all I remember is Jack. Did he have a last name? I just wrote like Jack. Didn't even write his name. I just wrote he was the evil coach because I'm like, there's only one. The evil coach. Yeah. So and then they they show the like winning championship for the team except for the Gordon Bombay year. Drama. Can you imagine? Let's pretend this is like tennis with you. And you in when you were seven <laughs> ruined the one tennis match of this world championship. You go back as like a 30 something year and the coach is like yeah Katie that was like the one year you ruined it for us <laughs> like wouldn't you laugh in their face wouldn't yes. you be like stop it are you being are you being for real right now what my notes for this part I go somehow his old coach recognizes Gordon Bombay like 40 years later wow <laughs> <laughs> And then he was a doc. So I was like, okay, so nothing's changed. You've learned nothing in these 40 years. I got his full name. Coach Jack Riley. Ugh. What a doc. He sounds like a doc. Okay, so they get crushed in this game. They do. They lose. And Gordon Bombay's a jerk. He's like screaming at them that they're like losers. And yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Then the next scene we meet Fulton. Thank God. I mean, we don't really meet him. He just like appears in an alley and like scares away some evil kids and then he like leaves it was very like karate kid vibe like <laughs> like they were all getting beat up by these like other hockey players for no reason and then Fulton shows up and he's like Miyagi like Aww. that's literally what happened yeah and I was like uh what <laughs> yeah. I wrote this no, I go because now they're playing. Um, they're or they're still. Is, oh, is this still the game? Okay, so Fulton was at the game then. That's weird. Why are you going to games of teams you don't? This I think because he want. Well, because I think because he like <sighs> wants to play, but he doesn't escape. But nobody's asked him. Remember? And then he. Well, like, I don't think any of the other kids know how to skate at this point either, because literally everyone keeps falling on the ice. Yeah, they're kind of bad. I'm like Fulton, get in there. Like you'll be alright. Also, another Disney thing we just catch skipped over is the reason they were like in the alley before like the eel kids showed up to beat them is they were looking at porn magazines was it porn or was it sports <laughs> what's that magazine sportswear no wait. 
Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. Wow, that was a long S, Kate. I Sorry. don't know. I just put like porn magazines and then they got beat up and then we see Fulton. Oh, and then this is where Gordon starts to teach them how to cheat. Which like, I kind of was like, that's hilarious. He's like, just take some falls. And then literally the ref is like, stop doing that. Yeah. I was like, wow, they're not even good cheaters. Like, I you can't even like... Like, what is happening? And then Charlie is very upset because he is the high ground moral compass and he refuses to do it. And then Gordon gets mad at him, which is a very Coach Jack Riley move. And here we are. Yeah. And then some random dad. Oh, I think this was the dad of Jesse. Jesse's dad. Yeah. His brother's name was. The dad was like, I didn't take off of work to watch my kids try and cheat. And I'm like, sir, <laughs> I don't know. Did you need to take off work? All right. That's so nice of you. Like, <laughs> oh, you're no, so being said, supportive. He goes, I gave up my overtime for kids to take falls. Oh, that was- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. The drama. Ooh. I know. It was literally like Charlie's mom and then that guy. And like, that was the only parents we ever saw. Like, oh. ever. Everyone else might be an orphan. They don't have parents. <laughs> There's no adults. It's fine. It's the 90s. It's just, it's how you do, you know? And like Fulton, we see Hans in the stands. And oh then Gordon God. gets a quick glimpse. And they, oh. they both kind of lock eyes. And-, and then Hans, like, disappears into the wisp. And I literally was like, <laughs> I didn't remember Hans. And I was like, is he an actual ghost? But then, no, he's not a ghost. He is a real person. And when we see him, Gordon, like, walks into this like creepy little Santa's workshop of ice skates <laughs> and Hans has his back turned and he goes is that you Gordon and he was like how'd you know and I was and then he was like cause you always came in here and I was like but it's 40 years later Hans what are you talking about why do we all know what Gordon looks also, like like he's older Hans what is your skincare routine because you have not <laughs> aged a bit like you should literally be very old at this point uh, yeah yeah Hans is definitely a German vampire <laughs> who like you know all he lives for are these peewee hockey children because like there's nothing else in the town that's what wait, keeps him wait. going I have to read my line about Hans oh my god Hans becomes his mystic and tells him to teach them how to fly <laughs> <laughs> straight up says I was like alright that's a little too much sir oh my there's also a line he says and I might have imagined it but I don't think I did like I feel like he said this really quickly and then nobody commented on it and we moved on where he goes you probably thought I was dead and then they literally kept talking and I was like I thought you were dead were you talking to me <laughs> or was that like my brain did my brain imagine you saying that I don't know do you remember that line or was it me De- no he definitely said that and- I was like why are you saying that huh like, what does that mean? Do you think the writers were like, we have to address this? I mean, he didn't <laughs> age one bit. We lost the makeup artist that day. It's just not oh working. My, I don't even know. I can't. Ugh. And then, and then, you know what? It's cool though, because you know you get free ice skates when you hang with Hans. So that I guess was cool. And then, don't worry, we got more flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> flashbacks of a seven-year-old on the ice. Yeah. And this is where we see his like dad and we see him happy and like every midlife crisis he's like what did I do when I was seven and I should stop being a lawyer and ice skate again and everyone's like yeah and then he decides to start turning into like a better person he goes does. back to Mr. Ducksworth and is like listen the problem with the kids is the uniforms is the yep. pads that's the only problem yep. definitely 
Not that they can't skate. That's fine. And, we're fine with that. And Kate, how much do we think, like, new uniforms and pads cost for, like, oh eight kids? <laughs> Not 15000 like- Yo, he definitely pocketed, like, $8,000 <laughs> of that. There's there's no way. We saw a ring up, and it was only, like, $7,000. i am like, yo, where'd that other money go, Gordon? And do you love how Hans is like, my plan worked perfectly. Fifteen k <laughs> right into my Santa's <laughs> workshop. <laughs> God damn it, Hans! <laughs> I know, so, I can't, I can't. So then we start getting into, like, fun stuff where he is teaching them how to, like, really play hockey with the eggs. And he's, like, teaching them to, like, catch and, you know, receive. And this is, like, yep. when they actually get taught something. Oh, and right before this, he recruits more children <laughs> who... He sees a girl spinning on the ice, doing ice skating, and then there's a little boy who, I don't know, wasn't doing anything, but I guess he had ice skates on, and Gordon's like, we must have them! And someone's like, that's Tammy and Tommy, and they're in my class. And I'm like, are they old enough? I get, whatever. Fine. Get him, get him on here. And it was Danny Tamborelli, Bridget. I was just gonna say, and do we know who the kid was? Which is Pete and Pete, right? Am I getting that right? He's from Pete and Pete. He was an all that he also was from one of my best friend jen shout out jen from her hometown and he used to work at the stop and shop i don't know if that was pre or post all that but wow yeah danny tamborelli wow wow he was one of the kids that i was like i don't think i know you well enough like i just like you're here but like are you and like also tammy does one thing and i guess that's cool but um didn't need her but you know well, for like, she literally played one play. That she helped. did one. Yeah, she did. She did one. First of all, can you just imagine as a parent where you're like, hey, why aren't you practicing your ice skating? Where, where'd you go? Some man came up to me and recruited me to come play at his hockey team. I'd be like, what? Like, they never had to, like, get any parent at all, like, convinced. They just had the kids show up. Some man is teaching all the other orphans how to play (laughs) hockey. So I'm going to go do that. Here I go. So Disney. They're like, we don't need adults. We don't need parents. Screw the moms. Um, They're just there for the love scenes. Exactly. And then we also see, which was a little PTSD for me as a lacrosse goalie in college, of them (laughs) taping Goldberg to the net so he could learn that his pads work and he doesn't have to be afraid to get hit. Let me just tell you, with pads, that still hurts. Okay? So, super rude and then they all end practice and leave him and I feel like we should all give Goldberg a hug because that was mean. Bridget, do you relate to Goldberg? Because you were both goalies and he... Also, he was from Philly. Did you catch that? Ooh, I did he not. He wore all Philly attire. He had like a Flyers jersey on at one point, And then he wore like a Pat's cheesesteak like shirt. And I was like, get out of here, Goldberg. Holy cow. Yeah. And then let's see. Oh, yeah. Then I wrote, Gordon starts macking it with Charlie's mom. Gross. <laughs> Ew, he told, and Charlie was like into it. Charlie's like, Ew. hey, my mom is cool. Was, Ew, like, and then there's, there's like a oh. weird tickle fight somewhere in there and I hated it and the mom is like watching through the window
window, like, ha And I was like, call the police. <laughs> he definitely was like his mom's wingman and gross. You're I t- hate that. That's not, we're not. Okay. And then we also get a hockey puck smashed into, we've moved from a limo to like a fancier a car, right? Now it's a creepy van. Now it's a creepy I'm van. Like, that fits better. That honestly. fits better. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we learn that Fulton's got this secret shot. Is it like really a secret though? Because like, I feel like anybody could do it, but... No. Okay, Kate, I'm gonna just take us back to Blackport. Oh, Jesus Christ. I would go hang out with <laughs> who... We would play hockey, especially after, like, Mighty Ducks came out. We would try to do that shot. It is so hard to do. Isn't it just a slap shot? What do you mean? Kate, I want you to go outside right now with your I hockey stick no. and your hockey puck, and I want I you to do- try to do a slap shot. That stuff is so hard to do. I don't have a hockey puck or stick. Jeez. Okay, fine. So maybe it's a little tricky. It's super cool. It's super cool. All right. So we needed him, I guess. But he doesn't know how to skate. But he doesn't know how to skate. So what do you do? You have a little rollerblading montage (laughs) through a mall. That's how we all learn how to skate, isn't it? I remember as a kid being like, I so want to rollerblade through the mall. This is the coolest thing ever. I remember thinking that was so cool. Um, I don't know how to roller skate either. So I am Fulton (gasps) and I would definitely knock into people at the mall. I would totally help you. It'd be so fun. Thanks, Bridge. But I'm good. Unless Gordon Bob Bay wants me to play on his team, then like maybe like I'll do it. You have to be a duck. I mean, if you get asked to be a duck, you can't say no. That's true. That's true. Although they weren't ducks yet, right? I think they turned ducks once Fulton's like, oh, fish. (laughs) Yes. But here's, I think this is where the movie's charm like turns on is when Fulton like scores that first goal they get so excited just to tie yeah and then each game you see them like slowly get like over the top they're like so over the top excited with every goal everything and then they like start winning and I I just feel like this is where you're like okay they're the underdogs and they just like can't believe they tied and they can't believe they scored a goal and I don't know it was just it like was the charm I loved it I did like how they tied the game like Disney was kind of like we're not gonna go like soups Disney like we're gonna like ease yeah. into it a little bit yeah. which I actually appreciated however then the next scene after they tie their first game is Hans who may or may not be a ghost <laughs> or vampire a ghost parent <laughs> is talking to Gordon Bombay and he goes Gordon you guys have a shot at the playoffs and Gordon's like we literally have lost like every game like, no Gordon don't you see you only need to be two teams and one of them has the measles so really you only need to be one team I was like Hans what the flip are these rules like I just I don't understand like this is the weirdest league I've ever heard of <laughs> literally what what is the, going on? The whole, okay, they have like a team of like 10 teams and if you were in the bottom two, which should be them, but one team got the measles, so somehow they're better than one other team. Highly doubt it. Highly doubt it, huh? They had to beat someone, but then there's a scene where they forfeit and I was like, so you lost one, but then I guess they win another and they're like, never mind. Listen, I think Hans was just like behind it the whole time. Hans is like, I run the league. It's fine. We'll figure well, it out. Hans is like, Gordon, I've been waiting for this moment they've changed the district lines and now there's a kid banks you can get banks oh and you're like my God. damn huh 
Wait, like the rule book. The gerrymandering subplot, <laughs> I cannot. Because, like, what are we doing now? Like, now we're getting political, and I don't know what the flip is going on. Like, that was, I don't even know. It was like, we just wanted more kids. Like, we just can't stop, won't stop with the children. We just wanted more. I'm going to tell you, that gave me some real college coach vibes. Because, <laughs> like, okay, so the district's open, so you're going to, like, steal this poor kid kid from his team he's seven two like leave the kid alone i felt really bad for that kid what was his name banks adam banks, banks. i felt really bad for banks because he didn't ask for any of this yeah the only good thing is i guess he got away from like the evil coach so like that's cool but then yeah. he also ends up in the hospital a couple scenes later so you know it's like pros and cons i suppose <laughs> but yeah that was so weird and then of course of course the like dad of the kid and the evil coach are secretly friends with the guy who owns the law firm i'm so Ugh. What? Ugh. And then it was more like crusty old white guy, you know, cheating the law because we have money. Well, and he dangles the like, well, Gordon, you can get your job back if you just accept this plea and then you don't have to. But the rule is you can't coach anymore. And he's trying to bang Charlie's mom. So he can't let down Charlie, which Ugh. is also really weird motivation. So weird. But he ends up quitting his job, which I would argue is kind of awesome in the moment it was weird how we got there but i was i gave him some street cred and then he starts to make fun of mr ducksworth by keep saying thank you very much mr ducksworth no problem mr ducksworth <laughs> he just keeps saying we're yeah. nine and i was like you know usually people that like quit leave their job are a little meaner but you're just like really complimentary in a sarcastic way and it's like very confusing and i don't he know qu he quacked at him a couple <laughs> yes, times and i was like quacked. oh my oh no listen if you're gonna do anything right in your life, it's when you're leaving your job, you quack at your boss. Who's with me? Woo! <laughs> it's the only way to quit. Am I right? Oh, jeez. And then uh, there's some like other like plot points somewhere in here where Gordon is using sarcasm, talking to the evil coach, oh, saying, yeah. "Oh yeah, the kids are losers. Yeah, whatever." And like literally says like that's sarcastic. And then the children hear it and they're like, "He hates us." losers and i'm like this is stupid like did we need all this up and down i don't think dramatic so. it was dramatic this is where the forfeit came in it's the forfeit and then there's a part where gordon and charlie decide to hang out at a diner it's normal it's fine he's a grown man He's a little boy. What's the problem? I don't know the problem. And Charlie is again like, yo, 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 look at my hot mom. And then Gordon goes, I'm going to quit. And then Charlie, literally the camera pans back to Charlie and he's hysterically crying. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this went from zero to 100, Charlie. Like, it's going to be okay. I mean, like, I you're getting a little codependent with this man you just met like last oh, week. Oh, so. it's terrible. Not Wait, great. we have to go back to him quacking at Mr. Ducksworth because he has a line <laughs> okay. that said, you may may have paid for that jersey, but you didn't earn it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a real duck, sorry, Mr. Sorry, sorry. Duck's Okay, back to poor Charlie trying to pimp out his mom and then crying due to his codependency. Um, exactly he also made Charlie do his dirty work. He's like, hey, so what's the team saying about me? They're oh, still mad. I, I was like, ugh, why does Charlie have to do all the work? And then he's like, hey man, the way you like take care of your mom's pretty cool. I'm like, again, he's a kid. Why are we making him be an adult? I hate this. I hate it. I hate I didn't it. like it. And then magically the next scene, it's so magic. All the children on the team are 
are magically in the same grade in the same class at the same time somehow we get into a fight and then they all get detention and then they all quack at the principal <laughs> and that's what they get detention for not for the fight it's and for then the quack bart simpson style they're all yeah. writing on the board i will not quack at principal <laughs> Uh, that was amazing. I was like, that's a great line. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. And then Gordon is able to bust into the school. We don't need ID. We don't need to be a parent. <laughs> We're just going to go meet with the children alone. Also, no other adult supervision with the children. It's all fine people. It's great. And then he does his speech about quacking and... <laughs> sarcasm and then, oh he's like you know it's sarcasm and the kid's like Truh. sarcasm yeah okay and he's like right so that's like sarcasm so like, <laughs> and i was like again this was like stupid like we didn't we didn't need this no could have skipped it i gotta find the one kid who like always wore the oversized leather jacket because like he was tough oh the that kid looked like he was five like he had some grease lightning vibes with that jacket oh my god he definitely did and at one point he was wearing like a sheriff's badge like from the wild wild west <laughs> i swear to god bridget i was like who was the stylist because there are questions i have i can't find him but yeah i definitely did not write it down it was like you called us losers yeah and you're like oh my god you're like super tough you're gonna shank me i'm scared <laughs> but then they do a really good ice skating montage they do do. Which I was like, they took a page out of Sister Act. This is pretty good. Yeah, and then also Adam Banks is now on the team. Ah, uh, which that was a tough transition. Jesse was not, Jesse didn't like it. Called him a cake eater. Yeah, he was being rude. I was like, Jesse, I know we have trust issues because you've lived a hard not life, but like, Adam's a child. Also like, do you know the rules? Because Adam didn't want to be in this team. So like, yeah, can like, we all leave Adam alone? I felt so bad for Adam. I was like, oh, poor guy. But he was like, good sport about it. And then he scored a goal and everyone's like, like, wow, great job. Now we like you. And I was like, kids, yeah, just be nice. Just be nice. Because they're trying to sell you drugs, like the old white guys. So don't, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. So this leads up to, like, the big playoff. And so he's like go out there and have fun and they're just like ice skating and like just getting yep. rowdy because you know we got to the finals and it's all serious and intense and we ruin it by having a stupid date with charlie's mom for no uh, reason that literally grinded movie to a halt well it's so wow. sexist literally she's like every guy that knows i have a kid leaves and like are you in this or not and he's like what are we gonna get married on the first date and she's like ah. Yeah, because I'm a woman and the only point of my existence is to know if you're serious or not. I'm like, you're telling me she can't just get laid? Like, this is so annoying. Well, then she was like trying to be like, no, it's not me. Like, Charlie is so sensitive. Like, I can't have feelings. And I was like, you can have feelings. It's, it, that's okay. Also, like, maybe Charlie should th see a therapist because For he real? seems to have some attachment issues that Good are Lord. getting in the way of our life. So no, don't do that. Yeah, I hated all that. I was like, this you could have cut the whole subplot. It would have been fine. No, it was weird. I just, too much. So we pass by that terrible subplot. We and do. we get into the game. And yeah. he's not joking around with Coach Jack Riley. He's looking at him saying, I'm taking you down. And I think because it's one of the early scenes that doesn't Adam Banks get like sent to the hospital right away? Literally, like, is that like the, co the coach is like, alright kids here's our plan. You're gonna literally murder this kid. Yeah! I know you guys are friends with him. I used to like him yesterday. Now we hate him. 
by the way, his dad's my friend and he's over there. Anyway, kill him. Put him in the hospital. And then they do. And then the best was some kid was like a kid that was on the Hawks team. He, he goes up to Adam. He's like, oh my God, Adam, Adam, oh no. And then he looks up at the other teammate. He goes, what did you do? And the evil teammate is like looking down. It's like scary lighting. And he goes, I did what I had to. And like, that was it. I was like, terrifying. <laughs> What's he happening? He was really evil looking too. I hate it. And then he was out of the movie and then he was gone forever. We never saw him again. Well, that's not true. We see him at the very end. But like, that sucks. Oh my god. And like, that's when Gordon, like, turns into the, like, protective mom we all knew and love, where he goes up to Jack and he was like, you're going down. And I'll be honest, Emilio should get an award for this moment because, like, I felt that acting. I was like, yeah. Coach Jack Riley, that wasn't a good move. Like, Gordon's pissed and the ducks are coming for you. <laughs> Although part of me really wishes that he was like, you're going down. Quack. Quack. And just like started quacking at him. Like, I I think he could have pulled it off menacingly. I do. Literally, I was like, Jordan yells at Jack like a dad. We all feel it. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got to tell you, I couldn't stop watching, which is what I texted you about earlier. Oh, my God. He kept popping his collar like he was like an evil frat boy in the 80s movies. Every time he like did something mean and I was like, oh, God. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, chill out. We finally used the kids he abducted from skating with with a triple axle. Purpose. Thank God you're here. Yeah. And wow, it was like a pretty good move. I'm not going to lie. It was, again, I'm going to repeat the annexation of Puerto Rico close, like like adjacent. (laughs) I wish they had names for these because then, like, we could label them, but we never knew the names. Yeah. And then what was Tommy? Did Tommy score the goal? Who scored the goal? Did we need Tommy? Or did we just, <laughs> did we just want a little redhead? Like, what do we think? No, we, we didn't need him because he, like, no. never participated at all. He just, like, rolled up and he was like, I'm Pete and Pete. And then he, like, never shows up again. <laughs> there is a part where then Tammy, after she triple axle sow cows or whatever it's called, and they score the goal, some evil guy then, like, flips her? Like, yeah. And then Fulton decides, guys, I have a crush on her now. So here I go. And then he runs out and he beats the out of the guy. I thought that was really funny. Okay. I didn't get the vibe he had a crush on her. I got the vibe that Fulton's like, no one's bullying anybody because I am like always the person that comes in out of the shadows and like beats the bullies. Big duck. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't know if they were trying to make it like, she's a girl, he's a boy. They both oh. skate. I didn't know. Like, because there was nothing else like that. And yeah, it, again, yeah. it was, like, really quick. So you're right. It could have just been, like, maybe Well, because he, like, like stuck up for them. And he's always kind of like, yeah, yeah. do the right thing. Right. And it's getting good. I mean, it's getting close. Oh, yes, Kate. She's <laughs> holding up her hands, folks. And you can't see it. But what is it? The Flying V. The Flying V. Oh, God. People don't forget the Flying V. Everyone did this as a kid. I did it. it. It's iconic. You did it. We all did it. We it's all iconic. flew like a V yeah, because iconic. ducks fly together. And when the wind... Oh, wait. It's the second movie. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't with these speeches. Um, I really, really, really loved the added in wind sound effects for this scene. It was like, I was like, what the flip is going on in that sound booth, you guys? Like, we don't need 
make these extra noises. It was so good. And then they scored. So that was cool. It was super cool. We all yep. loved it. It worked. And then this is where Charlie gets a foul or whatever the whatever it's called in hockey. And the ref is like, all right, Gordon, I know this is like PTSD, but like, we're about to do penalty shot. And then this is where Gordon goes, it's time to suck up to my future girlfriend, Charlie. You're going to do it. And everyone's like, wait, what about Fulton? He's like, nope, we're going to do it with my girlfriend's son. That'll look good. And that's what we do. I'll give you this, though, that Charlie deserved it because he got the breakaway and he got fouled. And yes, he always misses the final shot. But like, if I was a coach, that's the right thing to do. If someone gets a breakaway and they get fouled, you got to give them the opportunity. Because they're little kids and like, that's how things should work. Like, give them the shot. But like, you don't think like part of him was like, hey, Charlie's mom, look at my decision. Totally. And he also was like, little Gordon, you're going to (laughs) fulfill this through Charlie right now. Maybe if you score, all the nightmares will stop, (laughs) Charlie. (laughs) We can only dream. Coach Jack Riley's popping his collar and he's like, "Uh, uh, 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 I haunt your nightmares. Well, thankfully, this goalie did not look like Pennywise, and then he scores, <laughs> and it they win, and it's great, and then Hans is there too, guys! Don't worry, he was there the whole time, I guess, and he goes, I'm proud of you. I was like, Hans, get the fuck out. We're trying to <laughs> celebrate with the children. You're just like, I, I need you to step over there. Go back in the shadow. Katie, I straight up cried. I was so excited. I was like, they won. It is pretty triumphant. It is. Because yeah. he, just, he just tells them to have fun. And it was so nice to see the kind of comparison with Gordon, who's like, Charlie, you know what? Give a triple D because I'm going to coach you. I'm like, what to do? And then, you know what? Have fun. Yep. And you're just like, yeah, that's like a normal statement that everybody should have. Like, go out there, try your best, but have fun. Like, I love it. Yeah. And the kids were like super excited and it was sweet. It was a sweet ending. I know. Because the thing that this movie does well, the kids have the best dialogue. The writers yep. for the kids nailed it. Like, yep. like you said, every single one of them had like the perfect amount of lines, but balanced each other. Perfection. Except maybe Danny and Tammy, but this one. <laughs> I mean, Tommy, Tommy and Tanny, whatever. You know, those people. Except them. But like the everyone else. The arc of Gordon, which I don't think we need the dating, and I don't think we need him being that evil in the beginning, but the arc is pretty good. Yeah. Hans as the mystic is pretty nice. I mean, uh, yeah, he's, he's all right. I mean, I do like the idea of him being a real ghost. Like, I kind of love that. That actually, I think, would be cooler. Like, the whole time Gordon is just like hallucinating, and they're like, Coach Bombay, who you talking to? And he's like, my old friend. And then Hans like a ghost on the sideline. Like, hey, proud of you. That's very Star Wars. I'm very into that. Or also like finding old journal notes where he's like, if Gordon only would have just had fun for that last shot. Gordon, here's the playbook to teach your ducks. In 30 years, they're going to change the county lines and then he'll get Adam Banks on the team. And you're like, oh. Oh, ghost Hans. <laughs> that would have been great. Can we put that in the show, people? Come on. And then we end with Gordon deciding, now that I've lost my job because I quacked <laughs> at my boss and it's yeah. too embarrassing to go back, Pee-wee Hockey doesn't really pay because we're volunteering. I've lost the limo and all of my salary. I'm going to go now with zero training. Yep. Try out for the minor hockey leagues because I used to be good 30 years ago. Let me tell you, that's 
not how that works. Your body isn't going to do that. Like, no. you need to practice. You need to go back, hit the gym, lift some weights. Like, We're just, it's good. fine because there was one scene where they met some other, like, I guess, like, profesh hockey players. And they were like, oh, my God, it's Gordon Bombay. You remember that six-year-old from 80 years ago? Wow, <laughs> what a legend, man. You could have a spot any day. I'm like, what? is this scene. Can you, can you imagine? What is this scene? And then I guess it was for the ending, but like, why did we... Bob? That's a Bob scene. <laughs> That's, That's literally scene. like Brett Favre being oh my like, God. Ben Stiller, you were the best football player as a seven-year-old. You should totally <laughs> date Mary. And everyone's like, what? Brett Favre. Yeah. Ridiculous. It was so absurd. And you know what? We overlook it because the rest is golden. So it's golden. Well done. It does I think hold up. Yes, I agree. I 100% recommend you all watch this for a feel-good moment and maybe skip through some of Gordon's evil parts in the beginning. And the weird date. You know, that's not... Yeah, skip through the date part. I mean, he kisses her at the end. Like, so boring. It's gross. Well, Kate, are you ready for the next pick? (gasps) Yeah. Because this is going to be a lot different than Disney. Okay, that's all right. I don't hate that. It is still in the 1990s. So sorry, but there's just so many good ones. We're just blowing through them. It's fine. I'm going to give you a little hint, though. That's kind of a tough one. In Space Jam, there was a reference with one of the Looney Tunes Uh to this movie, and you called it out. Oh, I know what it is, right? Right now. What I is know, it? I don't, Pulp Fiction. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Because I remember I was talking about that. Oh, baby, we're going to the lives of two mob hitmen, a boxer, a gangster, and his wife, and a pair of diner bandits intertwined in four tales of violence and redemption. Okay, is this our first Quentin Tarantino movie? Definitely. Whoa. John Travolta's not Danny DeVito or Danny <laughs> Zuko. Danny DeVito, I love your wife. No, definitely not Danny DeVito. That's for sure. Samuel Jackson. Jackson, what a queen. Uh, Bruce Willis. <gasps> wow, this is a heavy hitting cast. Yeah, there's a lot of random. Because it's like ensemble, Oof. you will. Oh, I haven't seen this one in a while. Uma Thurman. And then we got the famous dance scene. We got blood. We got drama. We got oh, intrigue. A lot, lot of death and blood and yeah and we all remember like the needle scene because like that was intense oh yeah yeah what year did this come out 1994 Mm. okay kate bridge i just want to let you know (gasps) that if you happen to have a terrible hockey coach that comes up with a limo Uh 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 and yells at you and you're just seven years old Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and you're feeling like, you know what? This is wrong. This isn't right. I would step in and call him a cake eater. Whoa, boy, I love it. Well, and Bridge, if you were also a seven-year-old um, <laughs> on the ice, unsupervised, with potentially orphaned children. <laughs> And a rich white guy came up in a limo on the ice and tried to talk with you. I would tell him to step off and stop trying to sell us drugs. Step off! Step, step off! off! <laughs> and then I would quack in his face. Ooh. But he probably liked that. So like, mm. oh wait, I got a new one, Kate. <laughs> 
much. <laughs> if you ever like don't like your work situation and your boss happens to have the last name of Ducks, ah, and you wanna you wanna quack, but you think you need like some like support, I will quack <laughs> as you quit with you, so it gives like some oomph with your exit. Quack, quack, quack. Quack, 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 Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. What a ride. And listeners, if you also would like to leave your job by quacking, you should write us a review. We love reviews. We love written reviews. You can review us on Apple Podcasts. We also have a website, sisterswhoseenit.com. If you go on our main page, you can scroll down and there is a form you can fill out to request a movie. Ooh. You can also listen to some episodes on there. We've got info, links to all our social media, all that good stuff. And Bridge, what else can they do on the website? You can buy us coffee. Wait. Yes. We don't need a lot. Well. Okay, well, we need a lot. And by we, I mean Katie for specifically editing these episodes because you need some caffeine to get through it. We talk a lot. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah, you can buy us coffee and do all that, write a review, check out our website. You can also email us, sisterswhoseenit at gmail.com. We always appreciate emails. We appreciate checking out the website. We appreciate it all, listeners. We really do. We do. We do. So do that and (laughs) go quack at your boss. (laughs) And honestly, we're getting close. We're not there yet to our one year. Woo! And Kate, this is even, this is 50, right? Yes. Oh yeah, we didn't really hype that up. It's our 50th episode! 50, 50, 50, (laughs) holy cow! Five, zero. That is wild. I really feel like, you know, we use all these like sites that like, you know, kind of help us with the podcast stuff and they give us these milestones and 50 is a wild milestone. I cannot believe we did this and I can't believe we almost have a year. And like, Kate, this is like my routine now. Like I have yeah. to brush my teeth. I have to shower. I have to do a podcast with you. Like this year yeah. is part of the week. <laughs> like that's just, that's just what it is, you know? Yeah, it's been a fun ride and it's going to keep being fun. So stick around. Don't stop believing. Quack, yeah. quack. Now you gotta transition to Pulp Fiction. Uh, (laughs) 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 That's a song, right? Ah, I think so. Is it? Pulp Fiction. What's your song? What's your song? Pulp Fiction. I know a lot of them in Kill Bill, but I think that's in Pulp Fiction. All right, listeners. Well, we'll see y'all next week for Pulp Fiction. See you then. See you then. Go lace up your skates and get to practice. Lace up your skates. <laughs> get your free pair of skates from Hans or pay $50,000 for them. What <laughs> Bye-bye. Love Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Sisters Who Seen It. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website at sisterswhoseenit.com where you can email us, request movies to be reviewed, and keep up to date with all things sisters. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next week!